Hey y'all, this is Amy, a Creepinati member from Waco, Texas, and you are listening to A Paranormal Chicks. Paranormal Chicks. Sinister Sightings, 18. And you just heard... Amy Derrick. She's in the Creepinati. She's a Patreon member. She's... Who are you? What'd I say? Patreoner. <laughs> she does all the patronage mm-hmm. of the website of the Patreon. <laughs> Apparently carries her changeling self today. You know, it has to come out every so often. And Amy has her own podcast, 1096 Crime Chicks... So if you want to check her out over there, <laughs> over there, uh-huh. over there, over there. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> check them out. Thank you for being part of our Patreon, Amy. And if you want to introduce your own episode, you know the drill. Go to patreon.com slash the APC podcast. Check it out. Peruse. There's tears. You decide which one you want to do. Man, you don't need a co-host. <laughs> I'm like feeling good. <laughs> I only had to do like four squirts of chloroseptic before we started. Mm-hmm. New woman, still no new throat, but I'm making it work. Okay, this one is titled "For Once: A Wholesome Ouija Story and Other Tales from Nowhere, Wisconsin." Wisconsin, I love it. <laughs> That's how I started to say it. Wisconsin. <laughs> anyway, okay. Hey y'all. Oh, they say y'all up in Wisconsin. <laughs> Just kidding. They're just like us, and they love cheese. <laughs> Which is me too. Mm-hmm. You know okay. I'm a cheesy motherfucker. We hear it every episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She said, well, okay, hey, y'all. Well, well, I had to do it again. Anyway, I sent y'all an email a few months back, but I wasn't sure if it went through. Since I'm an anxious person, I thought maybe my first one didn't go through. If it did, sorry, please res- disregard this email. It didn't, so. Yeah, thank you for sending it again. Oh, and- we're totally anxious, too. Oh, 1,000% understand that. Okay. This next line, Donna. Oh, fuck. So you. Any hoodle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm using that. <laughs> Any hoodle. Okay, anyway. She said she has a few stories that she hopes will enjoy. The first one requires some context. When I was 16, so 2014. <gasps> I'm just a baby, I know. My mom died of stage 4 metastatic breast cancer. She had been diagnosed in 2012, went to remission, and then it came back. I was her main caretaker until she went to hospice a week before she died. I was in high school, working my first job, and in my first serious relationship at the time. Needless to say, 2014 sucked. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You were one badass chick, though. Yes, that is... That's hard. I cannot even imagine. That is so hard. The night she died, I didn't tell her I love her. Is this going to make me cry? Probably. Oh my gosh. I thought I would be going out to see her that night, as I had gone out earlier in the day, but unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to go back out. My not telling her how much I loved her has haunted me since she passed, and will until who knows when. She said, anyway, fast forward to late 2017-ish. I had gone to visit my partner at his school, which is two hours away from the college I'm currently attending. 
He had mentioned to me previously that one of his friends had a Ouija board and that his friend's group and himself had been using it for the past few weeks. I asked if we could use it when I came down in hopes of contacting my mother. He told me that there was no promise of actually speaking to her, which I knew and accepted, but I wanted to try. When I got down there, I had smoke cleansed the board, the planchette, myself, my partner, and all others who would be participating. I had a black tourmaline necklace on and had brought some turquoise along to have on the board as some extra protection. We got on the board and hoped for the best. Eventually, we got into contact with a spirit of a gentleman named Robert, who said he was 45 and was my protection spirit. I asked if he knew my mom, and he said yes. I asked if she was there. He said yes. Now, I know that spirits can lie very easily on the board and had taken all of this with a grain of salt. I asked Robert if he could please put her on, which he said he would. After a moment, I asked if she was there. The board answered yes. I asked the spirit to spell out a nickname for my childhood, one that only I knew. I hadn't told my partner, and I've come to realize that Bugaboo isn't that common of a nickname oh for a child. Oh my gosh, how cute. Guess what the board spelled out. I had started to tear up, and as a test of sorts, I asked the board the middle name of my oldest brother, who my partner had never met. The board got it right. At this point, I'm sobbing, and the rest of the room is silent. I tell my mom how sorry I was for not being there when she died, and that I loved her so much and hated seeing her hurt. She told me that she wasn't upset that I wasn't there. She knew I loved her and was proud of the woman I was becoming. I apologized for ever hurting her and tried to get the closure I so desperately craved to have. Later on, I asked if she knew what happened with my father and I, Many tangent time slash context, he and I had always had a strained relationship. It seemed like he only loved me as an obligation, but didn't like me as a person. I could be wrong. He ended up kicking me out and telling me to kill myself, October 2017. The story took place after that occurred. Oh my God. <laughs> he actually passed away this February 2018. I don't know what deity I angered in the past life or this life but they seemed to be getting their revenge she told me yes she did then i started to ask her if she was okay with it or if my refusing to speak to him was an overreaction before i had even finished my question the planchette zoomed over to no and kept going over it going off of it coming back on going off of it coming back at this point everybody in the room was crying much like i am now writing this email and donna <laughs> Her responses slowed, so I said that we should let her go. I told her again that I loved her and that I missed her with every fiber of my being. She told me that she loved me too and that she was always with me. I thanked her for coming, and she said she was happy to have met my partner, who had been participating. We closed the board, and I had to leave the room for a while to calm down and stop crying. I haven't had any interactions with the board since and haven't really had any supernatural interactions since then, and it's now November 2018. My family was extremely Catholic and as such refused to partake in anything pertaining to, quote, witchcraft. The irony is that I now have been trying to teach myself some witchcraft. Sorry, Mom. I was skeptical at first because of what I had learned growing up. But while I know it's easy for spirits to prey on individuals who are emotionally compromised, especially if that individual is using a Ouija board, I like to believe it was my mom that I talked to, if only for my peace of mind. I miss her, 
and have had no closure up until that point. I'm 20 now and having that chance of possibly talking to her three years ago still brings me a sense of peace. This email is kind of long, so I'm going to stop it here. If y'all are interested in hearing some true crime, just a trigger warning. My biggest true crime case to come out of my town has to do with a child murder. Donna, I know that really boils your parsnips. (laughs) (laughs) Or about some haunted spots in my hometown, just let me know. Hopefully I didn't bore y'all too much with this mini novel. I love your show and have recently introduced my best friend. If you can, please give a shout out to Bailey D., I know this is a shot in the dark, but I figured it was worth a try. Creep it real, everyone. Looking forward to the next episode, Annie W. Not from the city and making a murderer, Wisconsin. (laughs) Okay. Well, first of all, Annie, you thank you for sharing. Yes. You have Donna in tears. I'm ignoring my feelings (laughs) so that I can get through your email. Sidebar: Before we get to the good, the good, good, we do want your true crime story. Oh, and yeah. all the true crime stories that you people have. Yes, it can be short things, you know, like close encounters, whatever coincidences, you know, that kind of stuff. Let Donna get her life together right now. <laughs> oh, girl, you hit so many, so many feels, so many feels, because I I know, and I'm jealous that you got closure. It, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm so happy because I know. What that would mean to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. One day, Donna and I are going to go to a medium, and we're going to talk to Patty Joe. Yes. Teresa Caputo, coming for you one day. <laughs> All right. Back from my breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Donna has collected herself. Yes. Whew. Carrie said, there, there. No, no I did not. With no. a pack of crackers. <laughs> we had no crackers. But also... Besides that awesome story, mm-hmm. shout out to Bailey D. Whoop, whoop. Welcome to the group. Welcome to the light. I don't know. The light? Don't go to the light. <laughs> well, I think I, went to, I was trying to say life, which I don't know what. <laughs> I, I think I died. Right. I don't know. <laughs> well, you I, went well, to the light. I was going to say, I think I just had a stroke, but then I figured that that might be inappropriate. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, for Luke Perry? No. God dang it. <laughs> Tiffany fucking killed him today. Oh, my God. She's... Y'all, I am serious. I know that Donna posted this in the group, but you know how we said that Tiffany kills people with her words? <laughs> she killed Luke Perry, y'all. She did. Like, <laughs> the, the day before. Yes. She, like... <laughs> Speaking legit. of, with this story, she killed my mama, y'all. <laughs> She killed Lori. She killed, she killed your mama. And we she all killed Ambrosius. Know, we all know she killed Gizmo. She killed Gizmo. Poor Axolotl. <laughs> and now she killed Luke Perry. <laughs> That's five people. Yeah. My dad's cat's missing, so she probably did something on that, too. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> she called Retta, too, the dog, didn't she? Didn't she say something about Retta? I think she did. <laughs> the dog. Not the, not a person. <laughs> Oh, my God. Tiffany, like, speaks of the dead or t- or people that, whatever, souls that she thinks should be departing. And they die, like, the next yes. day. Yes. Oh, my God. You know she's listening to this right now. And she's, she's either cracking up <laughs> or her blood is boiling. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, ladies. My name is Kayla, but most of my friends know me as Hellfire. Long story. 
For as long as I can remember, I've been really sensitive to spirits and things unknown. Most of the women in my family have this trait, but it seems to be most prevalent in me. I have hundreds of stories of ghostly encounters I could tell you, but I'll start with two of the most recent ones. A couple of months ago, some friends and I went on a haunt tour of some of the haunted houses in Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, and Missouri. One of the places we went to was the Limp Mansion and Brewery in St. Louis. Yes. Hell, I can't remember that you knew that. You can't remember that I knew oh. that? Well, it just <laughs> happened, so. I can't believe you remembered. Mm-hmm. I remember all about the tunnels. Damn! Did you just listen to that episode? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, they would use it as, like, body shoots and shit. No? No. <laughs> You you had me, and then you lost me. I swear to God, they did. They used something to, like, get the bodies down. Roll the bodies out and that stuff. That was Waverly Hills. That's what I said. I was talking about <laughs> Waverly Hills. But there were tunnels, like yeah. the cave thing. Where they lugged the beer. Yeah. And the bodies. <laughs> I mean, maybe they did. One of my favorite shows is Ghost Adventures, and they did an investigation at the Lint Brewery. So I was super excited. Knowing the sensitivities that I have in that place is really haunted, I decided to do a little experiment while we were there. I wanted to open myself up to the spirits that were there, hoping that at least one of them would make itself known. I was not disappointed. Oh, shit. I walked behind everyone else in the back of our group, and wherever there was a stone or natural material inside the brewery, I would clear my mind, place my hands on it, and focus on what I felt. I'm not saying that this absolutely is something paranormal, but there were several areas where I could feel the warmth or vibration in the stone walls. But while we were walking through one of the corridors, I distinctly felt someone run their hand through my hair down the back of my head. I wasn't touching anything, and when I turned around, there was no one behind me. It probably sounds crazy to most people, but having a genuine experience at such an infamous place where my favorite ghost hunters have also had experiences made me so freaking happy. (laughs) Well, she just said so happy, but, you know, you got to add a freaking in there. Also, that would be like the only thing I wouldn't mind a ghost doing. Right? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, stay away. Legit, y'all. This girl... If a white van with no windows pulled up and just said, I'll play with your hair, she'd be like, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) At least I die doing something I love. Absolutely. (laughs) The other story that I have, it's not quite so fabulous, but it's a good one nonetheless. I live in a small town in East Tennessee, and we have a lot of historic places. Most of the buildings in our town are very old, and some of them have been here for over 100 years. In one of these historic buildings is a really popular bar. One of my best friends has a band, and they play at this bar quite often. So, in the summer of last year, I did some photography and videography for the band at a few of their shows. I have a professional quality camera that I've had for several years that I love using, and I also have a new digital camera that I got for Christmas the year before. The first show I shot was at an outdoor concert at the lake. I used both of my cameras. The photos turned out great and everything went off without a hitch. The next show I shot was at that bar. I always start out doing the front shots of the group and individuals using my professional camera. And I'll always take several shots in succession. 
Because as any good photographer knows, you can take a thousand shots and might get 10 good ones. After that, I'll go up to the stage to do some close-ups. Then I'll set up behind the band and do some artistic shots and crowd shots with both cameras. So this particular night, before I left the house, I made sure that I had a few blank memory cards and both cameras were fully charged. When I arrived at the bar, I got up on stage while the band was setting up and took a few test shots. Nothing out of the ordinary. During the first set, I did some videoing. Again, nothing unusual. When they started their second set, I started taking photos. Taking the front shots went well, as it always does. But when I went on stage to do some artistic shots, suddenly my camera began to malfunction. It would take one photo, then shut off. I took a few shots, having to turn it back on after each one. I had only been using the camera for about 30 minutes and all of a sudden the full battery was completely drained. It wouldn't take pictures at all and kept displaying an error message. I was confused but didn't have time to figure it out at that moment so I grabbed my digital camera and kept going until the same thing happened. I took four or five shots in a row and after the last one the camera died. I turned it back on, took another photo and it died again. When I turned it back on, guess what? The full battery was completely drained. Needless to say, I wasn't able to do any more photos that night. The next day, when I was downloading the photos on my computer, most of the shots I had taken around the times that the cameras began to malfunction were either very blurry, which is unusual because both cameras have stabilization features, or they were too bright and washed out. In the ones that were clear enough to see, there were several orbs floating above the band, and you can actually tell that they were within two to three feet of where I was photographing. The photos that I had taken before I went up on stage were all very clear, with nothing unusual about them, except for one. In one of the photos, there is a dark mass about the size of a child right in the center. What? I will try to attach it to this letter and hope that you guys can see it. I hope y'all enjoyed reading my stories as much as I enjoyed telling them. I love your podcast, and although I just recently started listening, I've heard almost every one. You guys keep me laughing and make my day so much better. If you are all interested, like I said, I have plenty more stories I can send you. Creep it real, ladies. Hellfire. Um, send those stories in. Yes, girl. Send them in. We didn't see a picture attached, but if you send it, we can mm-hmm. upload it. Thank you so much for sending that in, though. Yes, and all the stories. Meanwhile, I bet she hates us when we make fun of Divic Douche. (laughs) She loves the show. I mean, I love the show. It's just fun to make fun of him. Yes, yes, it is. And again, you know I love Bedazzled Boo until Mm -hmm. that fucking episode on Halloween. (laughs) And I wanted to see him touch that fucking Dybbuk box and open it. Because you want to see him touch your Dybbuk box and open it? Yes, definitely. You just wanted like a prequel? Uh Uh-huh, I wanted to see it. You know, I got to visualize. Yeah. (laughs) Moving along. Ready for the next one? I sure am. I got a cool little multi-story for you gals. When I was 18, I started experiential psychic ability. One night, I was chilling with my ex at his job after I worked, and I was getting this weird gut feeling. I started feeling nauseous and super sad out of nowhere. At this time, my boyfriend noticed I was looking ill and asked what's wrong. I told him, IDK, man, I feel weird. Be careful because I have a bad feeling. 
He got all nervous and asked all types of questions I couldn't answer. The next day, his dog got hit by a car. (gasps) Oh my gosh. That night, I went to his job as usual, and he's explaining everything that happened, and he couldn't believe that I knew something. Again, I started having this feeling, and I told him, Hey, man, I still got this feeling, so be careful. He then panicked, saying, Oh, fuck, what is it? The next day, his friend got into an accident and died on the scene. (gasps) Holy fuck. Oh, my God. My other story is one day, I was reading the Bible in my room, and I saw a clear gelatinous bubble hovering over this painting on, on my wall. I didn't feel scared, but it was more like, what the fuck? It vanished the moment I spoke. The next morning in the news, some guy that lives in the apartment complex across the street killed his two sisters. <gasps> Holy fuck. He, he wrote on the wall, God made me do it with the blood of his sisters and walked outside while holding his two-year-old nephew. Holy shit. The cops surrounded the building, and the man walked out in front of all the police officers, placed the baby on the floor, and reached into his pocket while screaming, God made me do it, and before he could pull his hands out, the cops shot him in the head. Anyways, those are some of my boring, weird stories that happened Boring? Not boring. No. Definitely not boring. I'll send some more when I remember them. I smoke way too much weed. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Love you girls and so oh sorry. Love you girls and sorry for my grammatical error. Math was more my thing. <laughs> okay, so the next part of the email says, Okay, so it starts off with me talking ghost stories with this fine ass man on FaceTime. <laughs> yes, girl, get it. He was telling me how one night he slept over at his sister's house and he woke up with his niece staring at him mumbling words. Oh, fuck no. When he woke up Simultaneously, he asked his niece, are you okay? While fear... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I didn't know this was a thing. While fear farting. (laughs) I think I do that. Oh, my my God. God. That's so funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Okay, at that point, I'm laughing, and behind me was my lamp that was flickering on and off. The scary thing about that is, in my house, the lights don't flicker, but in the FaceTime, that light specifically flickered, which was creepy. What the fuck? We ended the conversation, and I went to bed, or tried. So I remember waking up in my room, and the lights were on. I looked to the right with my eyes, and that's when I noticed, oh shit, I'm frozen. When I looked to my right, I saw this old hag. Kind of like that, kind of look like the hag from Drag Me to Hell, but skinnier. The hag immediately stretched her go-go gadget arms. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't know other people said that. I didn't either. Okay, anyway. So she stretched her go-go gadget arms and started choking me. At this point, I'm trying to talk to wake myself up, but I couldn't because her hands were tightly wrapped around my neck. Eventually, after what felt like 20 minutes, I woke up choking with a dry throat. I mean, weed does give you cotton mouth. Oh, God. (laughs) Go ahead. So, like, that night ended, and then she says, now the old hag returns. Okay. So this is another night. One very normal night, I woke up from my sleep to see the old hag staring at me from my door. Uh Uh-uh. 
This time, she was all black, kind of like a shadow, but wearing what looks like a black wedding dress. I yelled out, who's there? Who are you? Then I hear a soft whisper, Angelica. (gasps) My middle name. What? That woke me up in the same position I was in in my dream. After that, I never saw the old hag again. Chills. I had chills when she said Angelica. Signed, Ketsy. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Also, definitely not boring fucking stories. No. Fear farting? (laughs) That may be the best thing I've heard all fucking day. You know what? Fear farting is my cardio. That's... that's (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that is so funny. Good stories, though. I would die if I woke up and saw that... Old hat, like, uh-uh. That is one thing I never want to experience. Sleep paralysis. No. Again, and I know I jokingly say this all the time, but I'm dead serious when I say, don't fuck up my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, looking all concerned, and, uh, but she is serious. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, go ahead. Boo, y'all. <laughs> I'm not sure if I would consider this story sinister, but somewhat of a sighting. So, here goes. My best friend has a very intuitive two-year-old. We'll call this kid Boop. Boop. Since this kid could talk, she's always said things that could make you go, hmm. So, here's a few of those. Man, I love creepy kid shit. (laughs) Me too. You know why? Because this, I'm like... I don't have to worry about it. This is one thing I know. I don't, I'm not going to wake up to some scary kid mumbling above me or anything. Like, I mean, if I do, it is a damn ghost kid. Like, mm-mm. Or a fucking black-eyed kid that came in without my permission. Which they can't anyway, so you ain't got to worry. So their living room is positioned to look straight through the entryway to the kitchen doorway. One night, the family's hanging out in the living room, and Boop is looking towards the dark kitchen, nodding her head as if she's listening to someone talk to her. Her mom asks her what she's doing, and she responds with, Fireman, it's hot. Years before they lived there, the original kitchen had a fire that required new construction. What? That was the most country what (laughs) I've ever heard in my life. I think I was saying, like, what? <laughs> wow, what? I, th- I really think that might be what I was doing. <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> Chicken butt. <laughs> Another instant, Boop was arriving at my house and she told her dad that my boyfriend... Augie, not home, even before they parked their own car. As silly as that seems, my boyfriend had just so happened to take my car to run to the store and left his parked in the driveway. What? The fact that she stated this out of nowhere made me shiver. Yeah, because you would think she would say, Lacey's not here. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. But how'd she know, period? Because the car's not there. But she did it before they had even parked their car. So could she even oh. see the driveway? Damn. Yeah. Major. Yeah. Next, we were driving in the car and Boop was in her car seat in the back seat when a palm tree casually dropped a palm frond. Both my friend and I gasped, 
thinking that a person had fallen out of the tree. Random and weird, I know. But then Boop just quietly says, She's okay. She's a bird now. My thought and her immediate statement was so amazing. I couldn't believe that she had just said that. What? What? Holy fuck. And lastly, Boop's mom will occasionally ask her what her cousin's up to. We'll call him Georgia. One day, Boop replies with, oh, he's playing with the donkey. And then she keeps repeating the word hiding. So a text was sent to Georgia asking about a donkey or hiding or if that meant anything. Georgia sends a picture back of cousin currently hiding little puzzle pieces under another toy next to a bouncy toy. Boop's mom shows her the picture without saying anything, and Boop just smiles and says, That's Donkey. I've enclosed the picture just for fun. I think that'll do it for now. Keep up the awesome work and stay beautiful. Lacey K. Oh my God. Holy Hannah. That kid has a gift. Yes. Whoa. That it's okay. She's a bird now is beautiful and scary as fuck. We'll add the picture of the toy so you can see it. Oh my gosh. I wonder if they can surprise her for Christmas or not. Mm. She doesn't have to shake the fucking box. That kid has a gift. Yes. Wow. Can you ask her if I'm going to win the lottery? (laughs) The answer's no. (laughs) Everyone listening can tell you that. Those stories were amazing, as always. Did not disappoint. No. Spooktacular. I'm making it a thing. Okay. <laughs> so y'all keep sending them to us. You can either email them to us, aparanormalchicks at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, www.aparanormalchicks.com, and you I, can email us I feel that like way. you. I'm sorry. I feel like you were doing the alphabet for a kid. W-W-W? No, I know what it is. Charlotte's Web. And it's the the geese or whatever. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because it triple repeated. Yes. Everything. Oh, my everything, God. Everything. Everything. Everything yes. like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, anyway. Send us all the stories. True crime. Paranormal. Weird shit. All the above. They can be short. They can be long. I mean, you know. We don't we don't discriminate against size here. Mm-mm. We are all inclusive. Mm-hmm. And remember, creep it real and, and don't, don't get scared. scared. Boop. <laughs>